you know, people ask me and I'm, they're like, how's it comparing? I'm like, well, you know, in the, when the crash happened, we knew it was going to happen. Yes. Like we knew it was a house of cards. We knew that basically they, they took away the three components that made, made a loan perform ability to repay skin in the game, credit worthiness, and thought that, you know, you could take away those components and a, a loan would still perform. So we knew that there was a, a crash was inevitable. This, I don't think anybody predicted. If, if you asked me last year this time, I knew rates were going to come up this year. I didn't think they would come up as much as they did. Um, but that's okay. I mean, I think it's a cycle and cycles come and go. Um, but it just has this element of like unusual to it. You know, and, you know, the mortgage side has its side, the real estate has its side. And you know, what, what do you, what are you seeing out there? What's the weirdness that you're seeing? The weirdness that we're seeing right now is we are seeing a huge, huge, huge amount of listings hitting market, which we haven't seen in a long time. So, you know, I have clients that are searching that we're maybe getting one hit a week of a new house coming to market. And then of course you have everyone lined up to see it. Well, now you're getting 10, 15, 20 houses a day hit market. Um, we're at the, you know, I think right now our 28 day average of new homes hitting market is about 35% higher. Than it, than it normally is in a normal market, um, which is for some people, I think, setting off alarm bells. But what I think buyers really need to be cognizant of right now is like, that's awesome. Now you have all of these houses that are on market. Let's finally go shop and find a house. Isn't that funny? Like we would have been celebrating that like a year ago and we are now, but for everybody else, it, it does what it optically seems like it's um, like maybe there's instability, but it's like, no. We, we've been grossly under um, inventoried, right? Like we, for every house, we had what, seven buyers, mm -hmm. whatever it is. As, you know, we work with buyers, you work with buyers and sellers. So for us and the mortgage side, we're like finally like celebrating, like hallelujah. Now some buyers have opportunities to get in buy. Like our poor first time home buyers, our poor Ugh. down payment assistant people, right? Our veterans who, you know, have zero, zero down have had a really, really tough go this last couple of years. So it's... um. It's good. So, you know, a healthy market, you know, what do you, are, are we entering into a healthy market where there's more balance between buyer and seller? Do we have enough inventory that it's more of a balanced market? And, you know, if we're not there yet, when, when do you think that'll happen? We're not balanced yet. We're still, we're still a fair bit away from balance, but we're working towards it. If we continue seeing the amount of inventory hit market that we've seen over the past 28 days, and the amount of buyer demand fall off the way that it has been, I think it's very possible that by the end of summer, we will be at a balanced market, which is insane to mm -hmm. think about because we have just been at such a deficit for so long that I think even us as agents are kind of going like, is this real? Is this, did this really just happen over a three month span of what we started seeing as a slow trickle and now is just like a gush of those listings coming through the faucet. Now, I think something for sellers to keep in mind, because of course we don't want sellers to get scared and be like, oh, well now we don't want to sell because there's all this competition. There's still a lot of great opportunity to sell. There's still areas, zip codes that don't have enough homes in whatever price point on market. There's still a big underserved inventory that needs to be fulfilled. 
Um, so I don't think sellers should get scared. And I think buyers right now should be celebrating. Like, guess what? You don't have to make a decision the first three seconds that you're in a house. Right. You can take a few minutes and actually think about it and say, can I see myself living here as opposed to writing the offer while we're standing there because the 50 people behind us are doing the same thing. Yeah, we are seeing that kind of difference. We're like, you have certain markets that are like, you know, there is more inventory. There is more options for buyers, more negotiating power. But there's still a lot of communities and areas that don't, and there's still a lot more buyers than sellers, yes. right? Because there's such high demand. It's interesting because we were talking about this earlier that uh, Dave Ramsey, who you know, has identified himself as is the you know financial credit kind of guru, right? A lot of people listen to Dave Ramsey, but you know, he was quoted saying like, "There's never been a better time to go buy than right now." In the terms of having some flexibility, having some options. You know, rates are higher, but rates rates go down, right? and they will go down. This is the highest I've seen rates since I probably entered the, the industry in the early 2000s. I yep. remember when we broke 7% and got into the sixes, but we did a lot more arms. So, you know, I think that, you know, we have the last 10, 12 years, we've not seen arms because we didn't need an adjustable rate mortgage, right? Right. Um, and I think because of what happened in the crash, there was so much misconceptions with arms because there was a, a, a very small minority vocal player out there that did bad adjustable rate mortgages that put people in, in um, a compromising situation that gave it a bad rap. Arms are, are great loans. A lot of times adjustable rate mortgages don't even go up. They go down when they go to adjust. Right. Um, so we're starting to quote more adjustable rate mortgages because, you know, and you're in a 3% market, you're in a 3% interest rate market, why would you go into an arm? That's a great fixed rate. Well, if you're in a 6% fixed rate market, you know, that that loan is not going to stick around for that long. Take advantage of a lower interest rate. Go into the mid fives or low fives or maybe even fours yep. um, and then refinance that loan in the next five to seven years. Is that where you, five year, seven year? Nine? Yeah. So a lot of times it's a 30 year AM. So you got a seven yep. year arm. Uh, right now we're quoting seven year and 10 year arms. So, okay. you know, what I'm telling our clients is there's a very high probability that you're not going to have this loan in seven to 10 years and that we're going to redo this loan when rates come down. Take advantage of this lower interest rate in the time being um, because home affordability right now is, is, is an issue. It is an issue. And I think, too, that people need to realize that as we enter this recession, right, historically, we always see rates drop after recession. I don't think that it's that much of a gamble. If you have to buy a house, go out and buy a house. So what, you're at 6% right now. Okay, take an arm, go lower, refi after the recession and rates drop. You have options. You're not locked in for, you know, five years is kind of a long time when it comes to interest rates. We know that they fluctuate a lot and we always see them drop after recession. Yeah, and most people don't keep their mortgage for more than, I think the, the national average is about five years is what people keep their mortgage for. They either refinance, sell, um, pay it off, whatever. But um, most people just don't historically keep their loan for more than five years. Um, but, you know, going back to home affordability, so the, what's the alternative to owning? Well, it's renting. And renting is just as high. It is just as high, and it is, and you gain nothing from it. You're gaining zero equity. It's 100% interest. Mm -hmm. That's the way we we talk about it. It's like, all right, well, you know, 6% is high, uh, but 100% is higher. So when you when you rent, you have no ability to gain equity. You have no ability to gain wealth. Uh, at least when you own, you lock in that price. You can pay down. You can pay down the principal, uh, increasing your your equity, your wealth. 
And then you can redo those terms down the road. Well, let's look at it too. If you're renting, you have additional instability in your life because let's say your lease comes up in a year and suddenly that owner wants to sell because they do have the equity in the house now and they've decided they want to parlay that into something else. Well, now you have to move. The price of everything has gone up, including moving and furniture and a new lease to furnish and now your rent is that much higher? It just doesn't make sense. No, not at all. It's funny too, because, you know, our, our market, Maricopa County, you know, if you, if you went into a jumbo loan, that was usually like a luxury home, Mm -hmm. right? So if you were going into that loan amount, it was because you were buying a custom home or a luxury home. That's not the case anymore, is it? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, you're looking at right now, 18% of our houses here in Maricopa County are over a million dollars. But when I look at those houses that are over a million dollars, it is not a million dollar house. Yeah. It's just not. Right. But here it is. And that is that goes back to affordability and the fact that that has just been completely blown out of the water. Right. And now people need to realize that they may need to sacrifice on area in order to get that home that's a million dollars in one zip code for, I don't know, maybe 800 in another. It's just hard to wrap your head around because it's also not an $800,000 home. I know. I know. It's the new it's like we have to recalibrate to the new norm right and when I look at all the data and I look at like CPI and I look at like cost of goods and supply chain and all the variables it's like well I don't see a future where prices go down a lot like they could recast and come down a bit but I don't see a future where it's like all of a sudden we have this I was talking to somebody the other day and like oh we're just waiting for it to go down 30 40 percent I'm like oof, you may be waiting forever because I don't know that we're going to see that maybe some small markets right for sure Sure. like i mean of course so you could see some but in the in the grand scheme i see things going up because they just don't make more dirt they're not making any more real estate so you know we have all these organizations coming in we have all these companies coming in we have all these people that are locked in on these really low rates they're not moving they're not gonna they're not gonna uproot they're gonna they're gonna home improve they're gonna put a pool in they're gonna stay put because they're in like a three percent rate right so we're kind of locked in on this real estate right now and uh, I mean on top of it you've seen price of lumber come down remember how mm-hmm. high it skyrocketed well the price of lumber has con- come down but the price of building a home has not and concrete's gone up and concrete's gone up which is like you know you're getting one but you're losing the other right. so I think uh, I think it's good because you know we, we actually so we covered inventory yep. um why it's a good time to buy yeah why it's a good time to buy where we're seeing the shift in the market which is actually a really good thing for our buyers buyers right so finally our buyers are like getting an opportunity especially our first-time home buyers oh our low-down gosh, payment buyers I know, our va buyers mm-hmm. va yep which you know we celebrate we have a heroes program for our veterans first responders teachers those individuals have had the toughest time getting any contract looked at in the last two years which i think now now they're going to start to have some opportunities. So that's such a cool thing. Um, I know you've worked with a ton of investors over the years, a lot of investors, um, whether it's through property management, you guys worked with investors to buy real estate, acquire real estate, improve real estate, put tenants into that real estate, manage those properties. I know that you don't do that anymore, but you have you know, a master's degree level in that arena. Um, and sometimes I put second home in that same equation because Arizona is a very desired state in terms of weather, um, ease to get into, affordability. Um, What are you seeing out there with people? Are are you working with a lot of clients looking to to buy second homes here? 
I'm actually looking or working with more clients right now looking to buy second homes even than investment homes. So oh. I'm seeing a big push from those northern states for people wanting to either come to the valley to buy their second home or people that already live in the valley that are looking up north. Gotcha. That want to have their second home in their same state. That's an hour and a half drive or three hours drive or whatever it may be to get to. Um, and so, yes, I'd say the secondary home market has picked up a ton, especially right now as we're seeing more inventory come in. That's true in the northern areas, too. Um, but I think what has scared people off recently has been the rates have been really high on right. secondary homes, right. super high. What second home communities do you like in the valley and then and why? Um, in the valley for second for second homes. That was churro. <laughs> that was churro. She's like, churro. mama, I, know. I love you, mama. Sorry, Chiro. Um, secondary homes, I'm seeing a lot of the retirement communities for the secondary homes. So be it like Trilogy or Pebble Creek or some of these homes where they feel like, you know, it's a low maintenance secondary home. Um, we're, I'm seeing a lot of that in the retirement communities for here in the Valley. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant um, Northern communities. Northern, oh, Northern communities. What's your, okay. what's your favorite Northern community? Favorite Northern well, I'm partial to Pine Strawberry because okay. I'm up in Pine. Yeah. Um, but I love Payson. I think Payson's a great, great, great secondary home investment. I agree with you. Um, pine is so cool. Pine is super and cool. And it's easy to get to. Very easy to get and to. And you get like 20, 25 degrees cooler. You do. It's so much better. You do. We were just up there yesterday. I was in a sweatshirt and sweatpants. It was fabulous. Yeah. Um, we we but were too. You were? Oh, you guys yeah. were? We were in Payson. We yeah. should have gotten together. I, we're very impartial. I mean, we're very partial to Payson as of well. Course. Just because it's just so easy. It's you know? so easy. It's a beautiful drive to yeah. get to, and it's not hard to get there, and you have everything that you need in town, so it's not like you have to load up with groceries to get there. Um, you know, I think once you start going a little bit further out, my clients that I have looking, let's say, like out in, like, Happy Jack, then you're a lot more remote, a lot harder to get to those stores and the one-offs that you need when you need them, but that Pine Pace and Strawberry area is just, in my opinion, perfect. Gold. Yeah. I mean, obviously going to Flag, you get a little bit more elevation going to Pine yep. or Pine Top. Yep. But you got to deal with all that traffic. You got to deal with all the people coming and going. You know, for me to, to jump in the car on a Friday afternoon and be up the mountain an hour and a half, we came home this morning. We left the, the house at six and was, you know, I was in the office by 830. It's just so, so easy. The other thing I really like about those areas is they have a lot of water. So, and I know you're licensed in Pine. So if someone is interested in, I think if they're interested in finding out more about, you know, Pine, Pace, and Strawberry, um, they need to call you because I think it's just starting to, to begin. I think that Payson, well, not, I think Payson just acquired a lot more water permits. So they, that town has the ability to grow. Um, you know, Pine and Strawberry, I think what's cool about that, those two communities is they are a little bit more landlocked, uh, but that makes it more special because you don't want, you know, you don't want a ton of people up there. You want enough. Right. But you don't want a ton. Right. You know? it, honestly, it can't handle a ton no. of people. There's not mm -hmm. even a stoplight. Right. So there are some water struggles up there, but those are being addressed, hopefully. And we've got some faith in the government right now to hopefully put it fix those fix some of those water issues that we're having. But so, oh, that only affects part of Pine, right? There's another part of Pine that's self-sufficient on different water. So there's still opportunity, plenty of opportunity to buy up there. So you'd mentioned earlier um, the second home buyers that you work with, whether yep. they're coming in from out of town, different states, moving to, you know, the greater Phoenix area for um, retirement, or people that live in town and they want a summer home to get out of the heat, which is like you and, and uh, Jose and myself and Aaron, um, rates have been a deterrent because this year, uh, Fannie Freddie, which are the main agency that takes, you know, conventional loans, 
decided to make second home financing mirror investment. And the reason why they did that was because everybody was buying a second home and then putting it into a VRBO pool or a, a um, what's the other one? Um, Airbnb. Airbnb, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so they basically were just like, look, it's an investment. We're going to treat it as such. And that's how the rates are going to be um, determined. It's pretty brutal. I mean, it you know, with investment property, at least you have the income to offset that right. payment. With a second home, qualifying for it, the extra points and fees um, can be a big challenge. What's good, though, is that we, you know, at Neighborhood, we do have an outlet for second home buyers that mirrors like the old way, right? And it's more like a primary residence. Those loans are arms. It's a seven-year or 10-year arm. But when I um, quoted one compared to a traditional second home the other day, it was about a percent lower in rate, about $10,000 less in fees. Um, that's a good thing, right? Because we don't want to completely shut off that valve for our second home buyers. Right. Um, and we need, you know, we, we want our people buying places up north in Pine, Strawberry, Pace, and Flagstaff because uh, it's an escape from the valley in, this, in these summer months that are just brutal. Absolutely. And I think that there's just, now that there's a product available to get these people into these homes, I think they're going to start flying off the shelves. It's just that we were kind of stuck for a little bit there because the product just sucked. Yeah, big time. So if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, Randy, let's say to discuss um, any any and all real estate, you know, we talked about second home, we talked about luxury and jumbo financing, um, we talked about people coming in from out of state, How, what would be the best way for them to get a hold of you? Best way to get a hold of me, you can call me on my cell at 602 319 or you can find me on social media, Instagram specifically, Life in My Nest. Life in My Nest. You have an awesome, awesome Instagram page. I love I love the post you did for Jose, too. Oh, that was really, you. made me think, I'm like, do I suck as a dad? Aaron did not. <laughs> but I did get a really good card from the kids. You don't suck as a dad. Yeah, yeah. Don't. You're you an know, awesome I, dad. We have gotten off social media so much as of late. Like, I'm on there. I like a, I can only spend like three, four minutes, and then I'm like off. It's a lot. I know. It's a lot. It's, (laughs) I know Jose's always on me for not being on Facebook and I'm like, I can't, No, I'm not, I'm not on there, but Instagram, you can find me. Stick to Instagram. It works for you. It works really well. Well, as always, awesome having you here. I love your big brain. You have such an awesome knowledge of uh, real estate in the Valley. Many years we've been working together. Um, I love working with you. You're just smart, smart, smart individual. And Um, I would trust you with all my real estate needs. Oh, and I trust you with all mine. Thank you, Ross. Good to see you.